Star Wars 7x7 episode 2762. As we've been talking about the Book of Boba Fett, we have been dividing the conversation into the flashback timeline and the current events timeline. And one of the things that we were talking about with the flashbacks timeline is about how much time elapses in between chapters where we see flashback events. And it seemed like there was a big time jump in one of those episodes. And I want to talk about how I think that is actually the case. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the fourth chapter of the Book of Boba Fett, The Streets of Mos Espa, is in flashback mode pretty quickly and shows us the moment when Boba Fett encounters the near lifeless body of Fennec Shand. That seems to be a big jump from what we had seen with the previous three episodes where Boba Fett was found by the Tusken Raiders and sort of enslaved but then earned his keep and was trained to be a soldier with them, ultimately going on a vision quest where he became part of the tribe but then Tragically, the tribe was slaughtered, apparently, by the Kinton Striders. Still, <laughs> Jerry's out on that. I think we're going to find out some more. And that particular reverie about coming across the bodies of his Tusken Raider friends and burning the bodies, that is interrupted in his Bakhtapod-induced flashback by the arrival of Black Kersantan, and that whole battle takes place. And that's the end of it in Chapter 3 until then we get to Chapter 4 and we see the whole Fennec Shand thing. So the question is, how much time was there between the killing of the Tusken Raiders by the Kinton Striders, allegedly, and the time when Boba Fett finds Fennec Shand. I guess it's been suggested in some quarters that time passes as Boba Fett becomes a member of the tribe and you know, learns their ways and learns their fighting styles and skills and so on and so forth. But it doesn't really seem like the case when you go back and watch just the flashback episodes. And part of the key to this is the Tuscan child whom he befriends in the initial episode and who we see in the second episode as, you know, a someone who is impressed with Boba Fett as he continues to to learn and grow as a Tusken Raider. Now I did a little bit of digging and there's not conclusive evidence or information on lifespans of Tuskens, although according to Wikipedia, a Tusken child becomes an adult at age 15 when they undergo coming of age trials and so forth. So there is also stuff in Legends that suggests that maybe Tuskens have some sort of you know, branching uh, ancestral line to the human race and they just kind of went off in their own direction but nobody knows for sure. Ultimately, where I'm going with this is that we're operating under the presumption that Tuscans have more or less the same kind of growth and development as the human species. And so that's why it looks like, at least from episode one to episode two, we are staying within basically the same period of time because the Tuscan child is not suddenly an adult. So that connects chapters one and two. To connect chapters two and three, we consider the train heist. So the train comes roaring through the Dune Sea, and this is, by the Tuscans' reaction, a known situation. They are familiar with this train passing through. This is a regular deal. And dramatically, as we know, Boba Fett and the Tuscans take out the train and demand that the Pikes start paying a toll 
to the Tuscans. So in chapter three, Boba Fett goes to Moss Eisley and inquires as to where the pikes are set up. So this implies that this is the first time Boba Fett has been in Mos Eisley looking for the pikes, and he's going there to collect payment for the toll for the train going through the Tuscans' territory. So this is a first-time thing, and you know, how often does that train go through? It's not once every year. It seems like it's much more common. So in other words, in chapter two, we have Boba Fett establishing the payment of toll to the Tuscans, and in chapter three, we establish his first attempt at collecting that toll. You wouldn't think that he would have waited three, five years to wait for that to happen. You would think that that would have been a pretty recent situation. So he goes back to the Tuscan camp, and of course tragedy is struck with the logo of the Kinton Striders there, and we see him wandering off and then cut to black her Santon and all that stuff. The next time that Boba Fett encounters the Kinton Striders is when he has his ship. And he's flying it around and he's like, yeah, we got some business to take care of. So the first thing he does when he gets his ship is go to shoot up the Kinton Striders. If he had already exacted revenge on them at some point, then you would think this wouldn't even occur to him. But it seems like, no, he's been carrying this grudge around for a long time and therefore yeah, we're in a jump. I'm pretty certain we are jumping in time in the flashback sequence between chapters 3 and 4. We are jumping ahead from 4ABY-ish. Um, yeah, yeah, 4ABY to 9ABY between chapters 3 and 4 in the flashback sequences. Which then <laughs> poses the question, what was Boba Fett doing in the desert all this time. I mean, was he looking for other Tuscan Raider tribes? Certainly wandering around on the Bantha is not the fastest means of transportation. And why didn't he go after the Kinton Striders when this happened? I mean, he certainly demonstrated when he got their speeder bikes that he could handle a bunch of Kinton Striders. And if he wanted to you know, separate a few off and just pick them off here and there, he would be able to do it. I mean, he is the galaxy's most feared bounty hunter. So yeah, I feel like there's a lot that we still need to learn about that situation, about why he just wandered away and didn't do anything about it. And I also think that there's still something to be revealed about this massacre and that the Pikes were somehow involved in this. And that's going to create drama for the ending portion, <laughs> the ending, uh, what, 42% of the Book of Boba Fett season one. So yeah, there you go. That's my closer examination of the flashback sequences and whether there's a time jump, which it sure seems like there is. And if you are watching this and you think there's not and you want to tell me why, I would love to hear it. So please chime in wherever you see a comment section where you're catching this episode or at home base for the show at SW7X7.com. And that's going to do it for today's episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.